From the Live X Studios in New York City, Cheesehead TV brings you two guys who like to think they know something about football. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to Packer Transplants Live. I am Aaron Nagler, and joining me as always is Mr. Corey Banky, my partner here at Cheesehead TV. I'm coming to you live from... Uh, my living room in New York City, and Corey joins us live from Green Bay, Wisconsin, across the street from Lambeau Field. We are ready to talk some Packers. What do we have on tap today, Corey? Today, I get to say I told you so when it comes to the Packers' chances in San Francisco, and we look ahead to the showdown with the Steelers in Lambeau on Sunday. But right now, it's time for the good, the bad, and the ugly. We got the good. We got Yash. Oh, my gosh, Nyman. We got the bad. We got kick. Oh, no coverage. We got the ugly. We got this guy right here. That's right. I put myself Aaron Negler in the ugly this week because I doubted. I did not keep the faith, Corey. You were right. You get to say I told you so. Yeah, well, it's easy to say I told you so when I always tell you that the Packers are going to win. So there you go. <laughs> so that when they win, you know. You get to say, you told you. That's, I like it. That's yeah, a good philosophy. Know, you how you doing? How you doing there, Banky? How you feeling? I, uh, I'm i doing good. I'm doing good. I I'm, uh, I don't know how you do this every day, Nagler. I don't know how you do this content thing. I feel like... I feel like you know. I feel like I just have a like an IV attached to me, and it's just taking content out of my soul. <laughs> I... I I uh, had a lot of fun with AJ Dillon uh, last night. I went. I was able to go to uh, the Green Bay Chamber of Commerce dinner, which was very they let uh, you in there. Very exciting. That was amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, they did. You know, Livex. We were a silver sponsor. You know. Oh, this, this is oh, that's how we're rolling around things. here. Well, I, I, I know. So. Uh, you know, Nagler hasn't had a had a had a bump in his salary in five years, but we can afford sponsorship. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, well, why do you think we can afford gonna... to be silver sponsors? Because <laughs> you got me. I wish uh, like a hamster on the wheel over here. That's how we do it. I went to I went to an, a pretty amazing bar downtown, and I'm not going to name, but it's uh, but it's pretty. In Green Bay, when, Wisconsin. When I say the, no way, yeah, I don't, I don't. When I when I say the word dive bar to you, okay, yes. this was the dive bar that the dive bars go to, right? <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, you know, it was great. It was great. There are plenty uh, of them in great. that area. <laughs> yeah, you know, wait, here we are. You went, wait, when did you, when was this? Last night. Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. You know what I did last <laughs> night? I stayed home and what watched All 22, because that's what I do. I, I watched the All 22, the Packers. Uh, what was nice is I put out the lament on Twitter that my Game Pass had yet to convert where they finally instituted the All-22 back into NFL Game Pass. But I saw yeah. bunches of people on Twitter cutting up clips, like looking at All-22. Mine still didn't feature it. And I was like, mm, just waiting my turn. And some very nice, one of the film geeks that I follow on Twitter sent me the the, the entire file of the game on All-22. Wow. So I thank that, that anonymous person because I'm not going to shout him out because they're not supposed to be doing that. But thank you very much. Uh, so, that, so that's how I spent my evening. Cutting it up. And hey... You know, I've kind of we've kind of buried the lead here because since you complained about the fact that we start with the news every week on Packer Transplants, it's yep. time. Yep. We're breaking with time-honored tradition. Never mind the fact that this has gone back literally 
over a decade of how we operate here at Packer Transplants. We've got a new segment that I literally just invented earlier today. So we don't have any graphics for it or fun audio or anything, but we will. We'll get there. Um, this is every week now, after the good, bad, and the ugly, we are going to start with the hotness. We're going to get the hotness okay. from the, the previous game. It could be a big play. It could be an amazing feat of athleticism. Who knows? It could be, it's going to be different every week. But this week, we start the very first, the hotness in Packer Transplants history. Uh, this will be uh, highlighting Aaron Rodgers' first throw of the final drive. This, it, this you, People talk about Aaron Rodgers being the most incredible thrower of the football. Like, you can quibble about Brady and the GOAT and all this stuff and fine. Mm -hmm. But there are precious few humans who can make this throw in the situation that Aaron makes it. Uh, Nicholas, if we could roll this. I mean, just look at now. First of all, the protection is incredible here. Look at this man. Survey mm -hmm. the field. Literally drew this play up on Thursday and completes it to Devontae. Look, I mean, let's look at this again. Right over the outstretched hand of Fred Warner, one of, if not the best middle linebacker in the game. That, my friends is what we call the hotness. I like, I like that, it. Banky. Mm -hmm. I think uh like I think we need to I, I have an idea for a, a for a stinger for the hotness, so. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be and like you, uh, you going to share this with the class or are we going Do you remember the you remember the buttons song we made? I mean, I think it's going to oh, be uh it's going to be an classic. extension of the buttons song. Buttons, we've got buttons. We've got, we've got miles and miles of buttons. Of buttons. Oh, I remember that. Was a that. great song. We have we did think, harmony and everything need, on think, that back in the yeah, day. Yeah, I, I think we need to use like some auto tune and like make it like the hotness. I'm all in the hotness, the hotness is here stinger. To stay. But now it's time, Corey. It's time to eat your vegetables. Oh, we got to eat our vegetables news. now. I, don't, I do love for vegetables, you, there, but there there isn't a ton of news this week. At least not up to this exact moment where, where we're live, so we don't have to go through it too much. But um, Tyler Lancaster. Placed on the COVID-19 reserve list. I have still not seen any reporting about whether he has been diagnosed with COVID-19 or if he was just a close contact. Uh, the league and the PA obviously have the agreement extending back from last year that, you know, they're not allowed to say. Sometimes reporters will get that information and throw it out there. I haven't seen it yet. So Tyler Lancaster coming off undoubtedly his best game of the year on the COVID-19 reserve list. We'll see. Uh, how that uh, transpires for the remainder of the week. Uh, the other tidbit of news, MVS, Elton Jenkins, and Kevin King, all not practicing mm. earlier today. Um, Kevin King is still ill? Because he's still listed with the illness designation. That, he must mm. be really sick. If he's been sick since Sunday, or yeah, Sunday, and now it's Wednesday, and Homeboy is still sick. Well, I, uh, something... Maybe a little, uh, little fire underneath that smoke. You think maybe, possibly? Hmm. No idea. No speculation. That's a long. That's just a long illness. Is all I know. You know. I mean, goodness knows. We all heal at different rates. But as someone on Twitter said, he's sick of giving up big plays. Hell. <laughs> oh dear. Nothing. Neither. I just served that up. Nothing from you. Okay, I got it. I see it. All I right, mean, we'll I just, I offense. don't, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of all the Kevin King hate. I just don't like it. I get it. Hey, man. I don't enjoy it. Hey, if there's anybody on this internet who has defended Kevin King, it is yours truly. But I did not like True. the decision to bring him back. And now they've got Stokes playing at a high level, which is very exciting. I do think whenever Kevin's back on the field, 
uh, and able to participate. I think he will still be utilized, but I got to think Stokes made a pretty big claim to a starting role with his performance in San Francisco. People in the chat are saying Kevin King has a concussion. Oh, there you go. I had not seen that reporting. I just have the uh, the the uh, initial response from Rob Domofsky from practice. Uh, Chris Barnes still has a concussion as well, of course. Yada yada. Um, interesting that they're that they're, Kevin King has a concussion after being diagnosed as an illness on Sunday morning. Mm. We'll see but how that develops. Isn't one of the isn't one of the symptoms of concussion like you can have nausea and you can have, you know, things that are symptomatic of like that having an illness? Yep. So yep. Like maybe they just misdiagnosed they missed it and didn't realize it was a concussion. Yeah, maybe it came to the fore later in the week. Entirely possible. Maybe the long plane ride brought it up. I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um let's uh, let's talk about the offense, shall we? We'll get to the defense and Stokes yeah. and what have you in a little bit. Talk about the offense. The offense and, hey, uh they came to play. Offense what was, about uh, that was that was the offense I've been waiting for. I've been waiting so long for this. And Yash, you can't say enough about Yash. Yash, 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 Yash. You can't, right? I mean, the fact that that guy got thrown in there, and I thought Coach made a good point in his presser where he talked about how the decision to go with Yash was based off the fact that he, quote, earned it, as opposed to sliding Billy Turner over, playing Kelly at right tackle, which I thought was what they were going to do. Um and he made a good point about going back and watching his preseason tape. Most of that, if not all of it, um, was against ones. You know, he played extensively in all the preseason games, and he went up against the ones for the Texans, for the Jets, and the Bills. And the Bills tape particularly is really good, and that's probably the best front, one of the best fronts they'll face all year. And he held his own. And I think the perception around Yash probably got colored a little bit after he gave up the sack that got Jordan Love injured in that Texans game. But, you know, he did have a very solid preseason, and they clearly felt comfortable throwing him out there, and Stenovich made that call. Once again, you can't say enough about Yash and just the young guys in general, the fact that Runyon mm-hmm. and Myers and Newman held up as well as they did. Um, yeah. And I actually I, I asked Coach a little bit about that very thing because I did notice it looked like they were – firing off the ball a little bit more in man concepts that, you know, obviously they're a zone running team. That is the entirety of that scheme is predicated on getting that zone game, the zone run game going and then working boot out action off of it. Um, but they, they look like they were doing a lot more man blocking, firing off the ball, which I thought was smart given that they had a number of young guys along the line. So I asked coach about it and here's what he had to say. Roll it Nicholas. Coach. It looked like, and I'm sure you'll correct me if I'm wrong, it looked like you guys utilized a lot more man-slash-angle blocking in the run game. I mean, you guys are obviously never going to get away completely from zone, but was that particularly because of the defense you were facing, the front you were facing, or was that partly a product of playing so many young guys across your offensive line you wanted to let them fire off the ball a little bit? Yeah, I think it was – It that, it's certainly uh, – you always take into account what – what the opposition is doing. Um, but yeah, we, we implemented some bound schemes and uh, just as a, as a change up, because we really haven't done that. And we thought there were some opportunities to potentially try to just mess with the defensive ends, so to speak, uh, just the way they come off the football. So we're always trying to uh, 
you know, you, you want to keep the defense off balance in, in really every phase, but um, certainly in the run game, that's an important part to, to our offense. And when we can stay with the run and be consistent with it and get those rushing attempts in, I think it just opens up so much more in your passing game, whether it's coming off the play passes or maybe even just slowing down the rush a little. There you go, Coach. Uh, there you go. Putting it point blank, I, I love the idea of messing with the defensive ends because that's what's given them such major issues in that building. Um, the the two games in 2019, in particular, when they were trying to run a lot of the zone stuff, the ski, the the zone outside zone, and Bosa or whoever just kind of blew it up. And I'll never forget seeing a, a play where Bakhtiari's back three yards in the backfield and thinking, "What? You're just bagging your head against a wall." Um, I think mm-hmm. allowing both, you know, the, the tackles, but, you know, as well as bringing in tight ends and really attacking the defensive ends. We saw a big dog on a particular, on one running play help spring Aaron Jones for a, like an eight yard gain. Um, all of that. So smart. And it's the kind of stuff that I wasn't expecting and didn't, I did wonder if they'd ever make that. I guess it's not really a dramatic adjustment, but it's a pretty significant one given what their scheme traditionally is. And they did a lot of stuff that's not within the traditional scheme that Matt likes to run. So I loved that. And that to me was a big key. And I think it probably did surprise the 49ers. Um, but of course, none of it works unless the offensive line steps up, which they really did. Hmm. Uh, they really did. We, oh, we got that game. We got that, game was, that game was uh, very, very surprising for a lot of Packer fans. And I, I was here for all of the surprise. It was like, <laughs> it was like, you know, you're you're expecting it just felt like going into that game everybody was expecting this huge kind of letdown so everybody was kind of being like all right well the packers are gonna lose so i'm just gonna like i do this to myself right i i think something's gonna happen so i try to like set my expectations to get them right and uh it was a it was a it was a great game overall but uh it was a very very pleasant surprise to a lot of eeyore packer fans let me let me tell you that right now <laughs> Oh, the Eeyores, the Eeyores of the world. Goodness knows. Yeah. Um, talking about uh, continuing on the offensive side of the ball, I, I thought you would appreciate this. Uh, you've always loved dinking and dunking. It's always been a favorite. Yeah, who does offensive attack? Um, well, Mike McCarthy, for one. Um, <laughs> but he's down in Dallas. Um, I love the quick ca- passing game really got them rolling. And I think it was a great example of um, being a compliment to your running game. There are a number of times that yeah. they had Devontae in the slot or just a quick flick to somebody, let me, you know, MVS or somebody on the perimeter. There are so many times where they set guys up to block for uh, a quick throw to Devontae. And I think the first nine throws, something like that, the average speed out of Rogers' hands was 2.2 seconds. Like, that's a really good way of eliminating a pass rush. You know, that's a really good way of making sure those defensive ends and the front in general can't get after your quarterback. If he's flipping it under three seconds, I mean, good luck. Mm-hmm. You're not going to you're not going to breathe on the quarterback. So, I love that the quick passing game. And it's funny because I think in that game, a lot of people are, you know, they're going to remember the runs. They're going to remember the, dr- the drama at the end with a lot of the deep passes, the deep shots that Rodgers did connect with, or maybe that he didn't connect with. Um, but it was really going back and watching it. I I had kind of forgotten how much the quick rhythm passing game really got them rolling early on. And I think that was really smart. Uh, the idea of just get the ball out of Aaron's hand, get it in space, get it to your playmakers. I love that. 
Well, and to that that quick passing game, the there was this one play in particular. It's the touchdown to Devontae, and uh, where he hits Devontae to the left, and it's crazy right. because Devontae goes in motion, then does the like backup thing, which I've never seen yeah. before. I've never seen us execute that play like that, right? And then those kind of things were the cleverness that I've always been looking for from coach that I thought we were going to see in week one. So. Apparently, what coach needs is he needs an adversary that he's punching up on. Because as soon as he starts right. punching down, maybe he feels like, you know, Sean Payton's punching down, you know? Maybe right, he just right. didn't, you know, he didn't have enough of a chip. But, like, Shanahan, he's, he gets up for it. So I'm kind of excited, too, because, you know, nothing better than the Packers winning a game that no one thinks they should. Um that was literally those are the best feelings. 2010 for all, those. for all 2010 for all of us, right? When the national media right. all picks, although you were actually saying it was interesting, a lot of people were picking the Packers. I was surprised on how the, many of the folks on the, on the pregame, pre-game. on ESPN yeah. on Sunday night were uh, taking the Packers. Yeah, I was. I thought it would be one of those consensus. You know, you see all all San Francisco logos, but there were yeah. a number of people picking I did the Packers. Too. So that was nice. It was nice. But to your point, they have used that action one other time where Devontae fakes like he's going to go across the formation and then darts back. And it was actually in a goal-to-go situation. Um, but what they also did, to your point, about creativity against people he knows, uh, he did do the play last year in the playoff game against McVay where they brought Devontae all the way across the formation on the goal line. And then he booked ass back, and then Rodgers just hit him right away. And it was before the Rams could make the switch and Ramsey could get over, and that's where Ramsey got all upset. Um, that's another example of using Devante and using creativity and just, you know, utilizing the quick release of Aaron Rodgers. where I do think a part of that is, okay, Sean, I know, you know, every play in the playbook, we're all running the same scheme. I got to come up with something and utilize one of my chess pieces in Devante to, you know, get the better of your defense. And he did exactly that. I, I think there's something to that, what you're talking about there, no doubt. Uh, final thing on the offense, we're going to talk about. Some nitty gritty, some dirty work. Oh dear! Because goodness knows, uh, you know the pretty boys get all the pub, and you you score big touchdowns, or you throw touchdowns, or you make a big kick, and everyone talk talks about you, but not a lot of people talking about Robert Tunyon and Al Lazard this week. And I'm here to tell you, they came to play, they did the dirty work, and I put the clip up of on Twitter of Tunyon laying out Bosa. I think everyone's seen that at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't think what yeah. a lot of people recognize is how much Tunyon and Lazar did in the running game, both kind of out in space, but also in line. Um, Lazard crashed down a number of times. Tunyon came in formation a number of times and really rooted guys out and helped the running game. Also, Lazard, mad props after the horrible kick coverage that gifted the 49ers their field position at the end of the first half. He literally came... To Mo Drayton, okay, this is Lafleur said this, and Aaron Rodgers echoed it today in his presser, and said, "Put me on kick coverage. Can't have this." I mean, that's your guy, man. That's what you want. You talking about a guy mm-hmm. who's all in and like understands that it takes everybody not only doing their role but ready to kind of go above and beyond if something's clearly falling down or not up to snuff. I love the idea of Lazar going to Mo Drayton and go, look, you, you, you need me. You know, you haven't put me on teams, but I want to be on teams. That's a, that's I a mean, guy, you know, contract year. I kind of like, feel like, you know, yeah, he's trying to make him, it. he's trying to, 
he's trying to say, I mean, I do feel like, like, if you see, if you're Alan Lazard, right, there's some self-awareness you'd like to see there, right? Where it's like, hey, you know, I'm four on the depth chart right now, right? And I got Amari right. behind me, right? And Amari's not going to get any slower anytime soon, right? So, <laughs> you know, you, you got to imagine what are the ways you're going to differentiate yourself so you are available to the quarterback on what we need, which is really, you know, we need Aaron Jones and uh, AJ Dillon to really take over this offense, in my opinion. And the sooner that that happens, mm -hmm. the better off we are going to be. We're going to, we're going straight. I mean, I'm living my life right now, Nagler. I don't know if you know this, but you're kind of part of it. So I am basically <laughs> on, I'm living my life on the premise that we are going to have the NSU championship game at Lambeau and go to the Super right. Bowl. And that's a fine way to live, sir. Okay, so I'm literally planning my life like this. So I need Alan Lazard to figure out, which he's doing a good job of, by the way. I'm not 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 uh, lamenting in this case. Right, I need him right. to figure out where he fits, Nagler, so that he right. can have the most impact on this team. You know what I'm saying? It makes total sense. Absolutely. And to make the team the optimal version of the Green Bay Packers. Because there are many ways and routes and roads they can travel. Right? I'm Every year is different. Yep. Aaron, yep. Aaron, again, echoed your sentiment, the thing that you talked about a couple weeks ago that you liked, where relearning, you know, relearn relearning how to win, win. relearn how to with win with these yep. guys and with this team, yep. because every team is different. So this path could go any number of ways. And Alan Lazard stepping up and saying, put me on teams. This is unacceptable. That's the optimal version of the Green Bay Packers. And that's what we want out of each and every one of these guys. How can they help? and make their team, this particular iteration of the Green Bay Packers, the optimal, ultimate version. That's all we want. And, you know, after that, yes, they'll play the games and they'll win, hopefully, a lot and lose a few. And hopefully, like you say, in Lambeau for the NFC Championship game, headed to the Super Bowl. That's what I'm talking about. That is it. And what I'm also talking about is the defense. Because let me tell you, Eric Stokes, he answered the call. You get this guy who, you know, according to the information we have, did not wake up Sunday morning thinking, hey, I'm going to start tonight on Sunday Night Football. You know, <laughs> Kevin King was he got to imagine week, he had a apparently. good. He got a good idea. He got a. He knew. He knew. He he knew he could. Right. He knew by Friday. Possibly, right. That he that, maybe. I mean, we had no inkling from the practice reports. The nobody on the beat. Right. Saw anything wrong with Kevin? He was practicing. Then they fly out on Saturday, and then Sunday, Stokes is starting. So, you know, whatever that window was, it's not like he practiced all week to be the starter. Mm. And he did. He played every single defensive snap. And wow. I think played extremely well. You know, yes, he takes wow. his lumps. Yes, he got a ticky-tack bullshit interference penalty. And here's the problem. is like one of his issues in college was – being grabby at the top of routes and mm -hmm. he did a really good job on the play where he got flagged of not grabbing yes he places his hand on the shoulder but he doesn't turn mm -hmm. him he doesn't grab him mm -hmm. he doesn't push him he just places his hand to know where the, the you know the offensive player is and then the guy falls down and then he gets a penalty and it's so <laughs> I, I gotta think it's so frustrating 
for Eric in a sense of, oh. it, I know this is what I got, I got a, something I got to work on. This is something that, you mm-hmm. know, I got dinged a lot in college. He got a lot, he had a, a number of holding penalties and this idea that, God, he finally kind of didn't, didn't panic like blah, blah, blah. And he still gets the flag. That's gotta be frustrating. But yeah, on, other than that play, I thought kid held up really well. Really promising. Which is saying a lot considering he's a rookie. And also rookie. it was his third game. And also, like you said, he <laughs> didn't have NFL, any idea right. he was gonna start or not. Yeah. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible. Uh the NFL is incredible if you really think about it, because the the jump from the college to the pros, it, it does get shorter with some teams, some divisions, you know, so Ohio States of the world, et cetera. But you know, right. it's gotta be a jump and it's it's a it's almost Big a different time. game in some ways. Oh yeah. I mean guys talk about that all the time Aaron talked about it on his uh, press conference earlier today um speaking of the defense I got to give a shout out to Joe Barry who I thought you know yes Kyle took advantage of it in places but for the most part I thought he not only had a nice game plan but his patience was really apparent and commendable especially after a week where the narrative was, oh, Matt had to talk to him at halftime, which is kind of nonsense, but had, you know, <laughs> told him to send more pressure or whatever. And he did send pressure intermittently. He did mix it up quite a bit as far as where he sent and how he sent said pressure. But after the Ayuk touchdown, where he sent big pressure, I mean, that was one of the few like big pressure calls he had all night. He was really judicious and patient with. I got to suspect it's got to eat you up with these third down mm. killer penalties, most of them nonsense, keeping drives alive, mm-hmm. or what sh- probably should have been an incomplete pass called as a completion, blah, 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 helping drives sustain. To get kind of impatient and start, well, fuck this, I'm sending pressure. Like, I'm going to like, and I thought his pressure, I-, I thought his patience was rewarded both like with Kenny Clark's big play when he caused the the fumble. You know, that that's, you know, that's not a big pressure call. That's Kenny making a play. That's trusting your guys. But also, yes, they drove down and they, they scored to take you know, the go ahead, but they had to execute at such a high level. There's that one reception that um, was it Ayuk or one of the receivers had where uh, Jair's right there. I mean, the quarterback is literally mm-hmm. getting hit as he lets it go. Jair is legit hand in the between the two hands of the receiver. Yeah. Um, the guy and just makes a great play and he yeah. still catches it. It's just and he, yeah. that sustains the drive. Another first down. Like it was a well-called game and he never succumbed to a panic call that I saw where it was like, I got to make something happen, you know? And I, I, for a guy I've, I've said my piece about Joe. I don't, you know, I haven't been wildly optimistic, but that gave me some hope. I got to admit that that I really thought he called a really good game, despite the fact that, yeah, they drove up and down the field in the second half. They scored points and blah, blah, blah. But again, between penalties and just some amazing plays made by the opposition, they get paid, too. You know, um, well, I was and uh, also I was I was hopeful, you know, coming off that performance. Preston Smith, uh, is is there is there something Joe Barry is doing to utilize Preston Smith in a more effective way than was done last right. year? Because you, you know, anytime we needed to generate something, you know, we knew we could rely on Kenny, 
but it seemed like every time you turned around, you know, besides the, the, the lunch pail, the lunch pail play was, was pretty nice, which was not Preston, but you know, (laughs) every, you know, every time you kind of turned around, you were like, Oh, there's Preston Smith. Oh, there's Preston Smith. Oh, there's Preston. He has such a good game. Yes. It's great. Like you want to see that when Z comes back, like, here's the crazy thing, right? So Preston Smith coming up Z and Kenny, those three is a triangle, you know, and then you add in Slayton. And I thought it was very interesting that Slayton had a play, right? After we saw how good he was. Well, what's crazy, Slayton had a play. Slayton helped pressure into a sack for a bunch of other people, including Rashawn Gary, who also had a number of pressures. Yeah. But he played two snaps, Slayton. Yeah. Two snaps. Like, get this kid on the field. And I think that's you gotta feel you gotta feel down. good if you're te- you gotta feel good if you're Slayton if you if you're making that kind of play yeah. if you're making that kind of I impact mean, on two plays like that's on two that's plays. A- so I, I'm I'm in on it. Um, I'm with you. I think Preston's been um, I'm not gonna say a revelation, but damn, you talk about a guy who's clearly hungry. He obviously took the pay cut and can make that money back with production. Um, yeah, he's playing like he's got his hair on fire, and I love it. And I don't think it's any kind of secret. He's he's playing within the scheme. He he's being physical as hell. He's really held up well in the run game. Last year, I think he got caught a number of times trying to press to get to the quarterback and got taken advantage yeah. of at times in the run game. God, he is playing run first like a like a like a bat out of hell this year. Like he is like you will not get around this edge, and if you do, I'm gonna trip you up. There's no way. Or I'm going to get the holding call because it's going to be apparent Mm -hmm. that I can't get to the running back. He is. Yeah, I think he is something, you know, maybe it's the desire to reach those incentives. Who knows? But yeah, something lit a fire there and he is playing extremely well. I very much agree with that. Um, Speaking of guys who are playing well, I want to talk quickly about Devondre Campbell because he has gotten better each game. Uh, That's a guy who I spent all offseason saying I think he was going to be an industrial strength band-aid like. I didn't expect him to be as good as he was Sunday night. And I don't think he's been great throughout all three games, but I think the progression from the Saints game to the Lions game to Sunday night's game, if that continues, oh, baby, they got something there. They got a player. It's been a while since they had a player at inside backer in Green Bay. And mm. he, whether it's diagnosing against the run, whether it's turning, flipping his hits, hips in the – uh passing game and taking guys downfield I just like so nice to see it's just so nice to see not just competence but you know action active getting yeah. uh diagnosing and flying to the football there was that that kind of sequence where the 49ers kind of got rolling coming out of the halftime attacking the edge and finally like three plays into it Campbell said enough of this nonsense and he flies out of his <laughs> inside backer spot and stops him for a one yard gain and that got him off their script. And then, you know, they had to really switch their tactic, but yeah, I think he is, his play on Sunday night was, was really promising. And, uh, I just, I think he's really kind of brought it and improved every week in the scheme. And you love to see that. You know, what's really crazy is that we're about to go into the fourth game of the season what happened to week one? How, why does this always happen? Like week <laughs> right. one feels so long ago. It's long like, ago. oh, remember yep. when we lost against the Saints? And like, mm-hmm. I thought like, 
it's so crazy. It's so crazy. You like wait for it for you know how many months? Eight months, and then you're Forever. into, into yep. four. Longest offseason of this, pro sports. Yep. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers at Lambezi, and uh, you know. I talked to a Pittsburgh Steelers fan today who uh, he kind of had the uh, he kind of had the Eeyore thing going on. You know, <laughs> I was talking to him. He's well, like, eh, we're going into Lambo. He's like, oh, <laughs> you know, we figured out the contract for, you know, I'm just like, wow, you, you don't sound very confident right now. <laughs> You're not sounding confident, buddy. <sighs> Well, here's here's the thing about the Steelers game. All right. So, yeah, I can I can totally understand why they're fans might sound like Eeyore given the play of Ben Roethlisberger. There is legit conversation in Pittsburgh, probably not in the building, but around the team about should they bench big Ben? And I'm like, Holy cow. You talk about, I mean, the thing what's crazy is like that they brought him back, you know? And and I understand it it was like, okay, he makes the decision and like, Oh, I'm back for one more year. I got to think there were people inside the building in Pittsburgh going, oh, no, no, no. But at the same time, <laughs> have, they pl- have they planned for life after Ben? It doesn't seem so. You know, they, they don't. What, what is the alternative? So may, maybe there's someone sitting on the bench, some young hotshot I'm not aware of that is going to come in and light it up that people are clamoring for. Although the backup quarterback is always the most popular guy in town when the quarterback isn't playing well. Um, but, man, Big Ben. Holy cow. And I thought, you know, because you see this stuff on Twitter and you're like, okay, people are talking about how bad he's playing. You know, it can't be that bad. Holy shit, it's that bad. Like, going back <laughs> well, and watching saw, the last two games, you, holy You moly. saw some of that last season from him, too. You yeah, saw a lot some of that last season. Like, exactly. It's nothing's changed. Of you're like, what's, well, what's going crazy on? To me, what's crazy to me is, like, you saw all everything last year, right? And it was very clear Ben's at the end. Like, this is the end. And if he does decide, okay, I'm coming back, which he did, well, then go and design a like a or try and build your team at least a little bit around. Okay, we're going to run the football, and I guess they did that because they got Najee Harris, but their offensive line can't block for shit. And it's like they should be pounding the football, and they're what they look like on offense is like a remix slash reboot of the Packers Week One down in Jacksonville against New Orleans. Like, it's nothing but spread. Mm. It's just a quarterback trying to make shit happen and essentially failing over and over and over again. It's crazy to me. Um, But, yeah, Harris, he's such a good back. He could be a big problem for the Packers in the passing game. I don't – who knows? The running game, you never know with the Packers, like, which defense is going to show up. Maybe this will be the the get-right game for for (laughs) – for uh, the Steelers running game. But I suspect the Packers will be able to bottle him up in the running game. But in the passing game, yeah. he has the potential to really hurt Green Bay. Like, this kid is really good with the ball in his hands. And I got to think, although they haven't done it extensively, I got to think if there's a week where the Steelers' offensive coaches go, okay, let's get this kid involved. If we can't run the ball, let's get him the ball in space in the passing game. Uh, this is the week. Because he could really do some damage against the Packers, I really think so. Um, but speaking uh, before we head into blogosphere, the last thing I want to touch on real quick: Juju Smith-Schuster should play, um, which obviously creates some fun matchups to look at between you know him, Claypool, uh, Jair, Stokes, maybe Kevin King, who knows? Uh, but T.J. Watt is up in the air. Um, he's not 
Mm. I don't think he practiced today. I don't think he's expected to practice much this week, but he could play. But if they obviously don't get, you know, if TJ's not up, obviously a monster break for the Green Bay Packers, which will take every break we can get. You know, anything else on the Steelers yep. before we head into the 100%. next part there, Corey? No, I was, I kept waiting for the graphics to show up on there, but, but I, I'm ready for the, uh, I'm ready for the next segment. I guess I'm ready to dance. <laughs> okay. Traditionally, we don't do the the underneath for the the preview part, but I, I can add that if. You oh, want. why so, was I? Oh, let's go oh, to. Gotcha. Let's go to blogosphere as we're having a creative meeting here in the middle of our show. This week in the Packer blogosphere. That's right! It's this week in the Packer Blogosphere, the return of that venerable series. Corey, you know, ba -da -ba -da -boom. a lot of times yes. we'll look around the old Packer Blogosphere and we'll find stuff that we disagree with or things that we think are out of sorts, out of hand, ill-conceived. Yep. Not this week. Not this week. Nope. This week, one of our own took the internet by storm. Matt Mamba who uh, some of you may know as Unstable Packers fan on our YouTube channel, delivered his weekly video. And at the end of it was possibly the greatest thing that has ever been placed on these here <laughs> internet tubes. Um, we're not going to play the song itself because we don't want to demonetize this video, uh, the Packers transplants video. But uh, we will roll his video uh, while we talk about it because this was, I mean, Nicholas, roll this thing. Because, okay, so he's showing the footage and like, the beat is incredible. I I I I've heard it on TikTok. It's but off then, the Reese's like, Cup song. So he Mason does this rap. What I love it's is really that he funny. does this all in his in his house. He's just like hanging out in his house, like making this <laughs> rap video, and it's so good. That one video, so it is good. It's hilarious. That one video he made the two weeks ago after the Saints game, where he threw the TV outside. That was, that was hilarious. So good, right? that was so That's what funny. I mean. He's just hanging around his house making videos. Like it's so great. So if you haven't. You have to. I'm telling you, we can't do it justice. You have to go listen to the Mason Crosby song. It's uh, both on our yeah, YouTube channel good. for the week three Unstable Packers fan video and also on Matt's channel, uh, the solo version of the song. It is exemplary and it is absolutely outstanding. I cannot tell you how much joy it brought me listening to it yesterday. I was legit yeah, all so hard. I was uh all, all of his videos so far, like, it's just, it's ridiculous. Okay, not to toot our own horn, but, like, it is kind of ridiculous. But go and, like, ahead. Sunday, okay, we got Watch Party. Don't ask me to sing. Okay, which, Watch right. Party into Packers Daily, into Carry the G, into Packers Daily, into maybe a Packs with She Said, a Matt Mamba release, into a Packers Daily, into a Packer Transplants. I'm already tired. Can I go to sleep now? <laughs> wow. So uh, YouTube comments, yeah. let's let's do it. Oh, Matt Mamba's in the chat. World's What's up, Matt? Matt Mamba. Great job on the video, uh, buddy. I'm going to start. Good stuff. Good job Good on the stuff. video. Uh, we did not play the video just because uh, we want people to watch the real, we didn't play the the real deal. They got they got to go. The real. To we played it. Yeah. Track. Uh, so I'm good. I'm gonna go to uh, the soup the supers and uh, what I got in the queue. So I want to start with. Uh, let me make sure the team's ready to go. I want to start with Judy, Judy Judy Boucher. 
Uh, thanks for the super chat. Um, uh, finally caught a live transplants. Thanks for what you do. That's awesome. Uh, Thank that's, you, Judy. That's great. Glad to, glad to have you on board. Thanks for the super chat, and thanks for watching. Chris Coombs, been watching Bears media react to the Browns game. Is it possible to overdose on Schauden, Schaudenfro, Schaudenfro? I know how to say that, and I can't <laughs> say it. There you go. Asking, you asking for a friend, dot, dot, dot. It's so good. It's it's up there with listening to Bears radio, post-game radio, after they lose. Ooh, Bears I mean, radio. That, that is so – it's so great. After they lose, it's it's one of the best forms of entertainment in the world. Can't recommend it enough. Uh, Luke. Luke Carnes, uh, just wanted to say, love this and go pack go. Appreciate you, Luke. Oh, thanks, thanks Luke. Super chat. Thanks, Luke. Go pack go. Uh, Jeffrey Smith. Okay, so I thought Jeffrey was like calling me out on this one. It's really funny. This is why I did it. Corey is a tool. <laughs> I thought that's what he was saying, right? But he's like, no, Corey is a tool. <laughs> Corey is a tool fan, huh? You the man, huge tool fan, go Packers. So I have no idea how Jeff found out I'm a tools fan, a tool fan. I am a huge tool fan. I love you. Tool. Are a huge. Um, I can, Nag can. I will attest. Nagler I've known Corey a very long not time. A tool fan. I am not. So let's just. We're, Corey. This is, this is so, a big tool fan. <laughs> I love tool. They're great. Uh, so thanks, thanks, uh, thanks for uh, calling me a tool, Jeffrey. Appreciate it. Um, uh, Massimiliano Margagliotti. I almost oh, you, got you that pretty a, good, Nagler. You did a much I better got that. job with his name. Dude. I literally only call him M on on Packers Daily because mm. I. I love your time. name. So you that's real. That's job. amazing name, Massimiliano Margagliotti. <laughs> What is this? A Pixar <laughs> That's film? Amazing. What are you doing over there? Uh, thanks to the super chat. Uh, kudos to Tunyon blocking and catching everything. Yes. Everything, Correct. no doubt. Thank you, M. Uh, Overshadow Sean. Big ups to the man with the best mullet in the world, keeping cool when many of us fingers pointed at myself were freaking out. Thirty-seven seconds left. Yeah, I noticed that Nagler didn't clip that. We're literally, literally. I go, oh yeah, thirty-seven seconds. We're fine. And I was just oh, like, no, 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 no. I did. I had it in there, but it was so long, and there's long. such a long yeah, pause long. of nothingness. Like I had to like clip it. You know what I mean? I'll get I'll get a I version know. where because I do want to like highlight how you were because you legit I told a couple people including somebody on the coaching staff I was like Corey was legit like saying what was gonna happen and then it happened <laughs> like for the last three minutes of the game like you kept saying it's gonna do this and we're gonna do that and this is gonna happen and it all happened it was great and kudos to uh, to some of the some of the the, the Twitter uh, guys. I follow one of the guys. I can't remember his name. I didn't give it to you for the script. Where they were in the stands. There's two of them. The Green Bay Press Gazette just oh, did a story on them. God, I should. And have they're in that. the stands, yes. and everybody's doing that that Dallas thing where the so guys great. like laughing at all the so people great. behind him that are like. 37 seconds too much is so good. No problem. There's no problem. Um, There's no problem. <laughs> so good. Uh, so good. Oh, sweet. Should I add that to the queue? Oh, uh, uh, Massimiliano said that I had an excellent pronunciation. So I'm, I'm proud of well myself done. now. Um, wait, say it again. Arthur, say it again. One more time. One more time. Wait, I got to look. Wait, I got to look at it. Massimiliano Margagliati. Massimiliano. See, I got it now. All right. I'll do it's the Margagliati that's hard. Once I kind of think no, about that. I'll never that, do that. It's, it's I'll hard. only do the first name. That's tough the, enough. The, uh, the Massimiliano, that's a really cool name, by the way. I just think that's, that's a really a great cool name. name. Uh, I love it. Arthur Basso, I think it's Basso. Um, people quick to forget Steelers beat the Bills in Buffalo. I know they looked like 80s Packers last week, but can't take this one lightly. 
I'm going, by the way. Sweet. Nice, Arthur. Um, nice. Um, that's awesome. Nice. Yes. Yeah, I mean, lead. you know. No doubt about it. No what do we say? Is there ever a trap? Is there ever a trap game? No. Mm -mm. There's never a trap game. No such it's thing just... as a trap game. Got to be up for it. No uh, time for a letdown. Getting, we're getting some. This, this is nice. Thank you all. Uh, Dustin Shewitt. Thanks for Super Chat. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for doing this. Bjorkwez is a weapon. It's like anything. If I bought Corey a Bjorkwez jersey, would he wear it? The answer is Bahorquez. no. Bjorkwez. Uh, I will not. Bjorkwez. Wait, that's what. Well, there's something else. There's not like a joke that does that. Bjorkwez. There's like a whole thing that does that. That's like a joke on I've, SNL or something. I have, I, I have no idea. I, I'm sure you're right. Okay. The I will wear. Okay. Here, here's what I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna lay this. Oh out. boy. Here I we go. Here we go. A, Somebody clip this. A a Corey Bahorquez jersey. Nice. Can I say that right now. There you go. Yeah, I will wear it. a Corey Bahorquez jersey when Corey Bahorquez scores a touchdown. Boom, 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 Damn. boom, boom, boom. Here we so go. Wait, Dustin Shewitt, that... thanks. For... So we're gonna. So it's gonna be like a fake field goal, probably. It's where it's direct snap. He's the holder, but he picks it up and yep. runs it in. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Or 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 he kicks a punt. Okay, and the guy fumbles and he runs fumbles it, in for it and he That's runs possible. down and picks it up and runs it in for potential. Touchdown. I got either what either is Dustin, acceptable for the Corey Banky wears the jersey challenge. Got it. Yeah, Dustin uh, <laughs> Shewitt, thanks again for the super chat. If Corey's mullet and Aaron's Holmgren stash were in a fight to the death, what hair wins? <laughs> well, Corey's obviously there's so much more of it. Like there's no doubt. There's so now, much more. Come, it's check, just overwhelms you. Check, you. You check back in a month, that might be a different story. But we'll, for now, it's definitely Corey's mullet. No question. Uh, there's a lot of Super Chats. Uh, okay, I got Tyler Good. Stewart. Tyler, uh, oh, thank you for the $20 Super Chat. Making up for all the great free Cheesehead TV content you guys rock. Also, for some help with some public peer pressure from my gr friend Greg to join me at the Packers game here in Minnesota this year. Greg! Greg, Greg what are you doing, Greg? Greg what are, are you, you doing? Chicken? What is up, oh, Greg? Greg. Greg. Every time, Get it Greg. together. Every time. Get to the game together, in Minneapolis, Greg. Ridiculous. I have no time for Greg. Norman Gratz, thanks for the super chat. Hey, that was me in the stands. LOL. Yes, it was, Norman. I, Norman, I, I couldn't up, remember buddy? your name. Norman, what's up, buddy? Uh, great job. Dude, great content. Hilarious. I follow you on Twitter now. I, I know you don't hilarious. care, but I do follow you. So. No, and I love Kurt I'm, Benker. I'm ready. Gave you a shout out. Ready for more. Did you see that? Kurt Benker retweeted him and was like, somebody give this legend a sideline pass. I was like, yes, yes. All yes. in on that. Norman, it. great job. Buddy. I liked it. Good job. Ken Hansen. Thanks to Super Chat. Ken, how was the new Patreon format last night? Sorry, I missed it. So I missed it too, Ken. I was uh, getting drunk on Spotted Cow at a chamber conference, a chamber party in Green Bay. And for that reason, it did not kick off last night. It will probably debut next week. But uh, we had a great happy hour last night. I will say it was a lot of fun. Um, lots of spirited talk. Obviously, after a game like that, you can expect it. But uh, it was much better technically. Uh, I was actually the host, so I could mute people, which was sometimes. Oh, you figured out but... Zoom? Good job. Oh yeah, it was great. Only two years into the pandemic, got <laughs> Zoom figured out. Thanks, Coach. <laughs> Do I work for a that technology so company? What are you talking about? That was so funny last week when you were like, "I can't, I'm not the host." The only thing funnier than that is when the guy was uh, a cat. 
when he showed up to the judge. That was oh, that was really judge, funny. That's man. like the classic. But no, I think the judge that, was I think the, the guy cat. who's the judge was the no, cat. no, that was it. No, it, he's like, no, I'm sorry, Your Honor. I'm. It was the lawyer, I think. It was the defense lawyer. Who oh, was the, the cat. lawyer? I thought and it was the like, judge. Was a cat. I'm not no, a cat. Right. And he's like, Yeah, we know you're not a cat. Fool. Thank you. And then, okay, it wasn't that bad. Thank you very much. It was almost. We got another super chat. Boy and G. Higgler's mu oh here, I gotta add it to the queue. Hello, you got to do it. Oh, a page got it for me. Thanks, Paige. Uh from Boy and G. Nagler's mustache are good enough to take us to the Super Bowl, but we'll also need Banky's mustache for Packers to jump the last hurdle. Okay, I'm ready. I got a mustache. Wow. Throwing it down. I, I like here's that. the thing, okay? I don't know, actually. This has never been examined. But I don't know who can grow the better mustache, me or Nagler, because I really feel if that I has not been examined. With oil, You're right. It hasn't been examined, but I really, truly feel in my soul. OK, and you're going to love this and I and you're going to know exactly why I said you're going to love this. I <laughs> am pretty sure if I worked hard at it, I could look I could have a Raleigh fingers mustache. I'm just I'm just. Oh, for it. you know, what I'm I there is no fiber of my being that doubts that. Yes, a thousand percent. I could totally see that. And someone said today on daily that like if the Packers keep winning and I have to keep growing this thing, I need to like go handlebar like twirl on the. Yeah, outside, you got to like, get the oils. You got to get. Got to get the. You got to get the and, essential like, the oils thing. that smell like. Milwaukee see, I think I'm there. you. You go that route. I'm going much more like you know, um, Sam Elliott in uh, Big Lebowski, like big. What are you are you are you afraid to uh, are you afraid to uh, go Raleigh fingers? Are you is it too hipster for you? Is that what it is? It's a little hipster. It's a little, that's what I said this morning. I was like, I fit right yeah, in. I know Williams you're worried about it. Like, I, I knew it would be the hipster. I don't want to be. I don't want anyone to confuse me with someone who lives in fucking Brooklyn. Let's put it that way. All right. Uh, true. When you live Queens, in Queens, Queens for life, baby. So, um, yeah, Green Bay for life. Hey, uh, so I got two more. Um, I got two more. Oz right. Osborne has uh, so I do, I'm tricking the team. Oz, you made it. What's up, Oz? Oz gave Oz uh, Osborne. I love Oz. Oz gave me a You're shout out what on Twitter. Literally said, "What time is transplants?" And there it is. <laughs> That's what he put here. Uh, and then we got. Were analog you able to make? Weapon. Wait, are you only are you only showing up, Oz, at the end now? And you thought that 6 p.m. Eastern was 5 p.m. Eastern because I told you 5 p.m. Eastern. And now you're just showing up. So I don't yeah. know, buddy. You know, he I, fell I'm sorry asleep. if you the you know he conversion. Fell asleep. Yeah, he, he fell asleep. Come on. We Fair know what happened. Fell. And uh, analog weapon uh, with the super chat, which I appreciate the super chat. Uh, Zoom sucks big time. So there you go. That's our show, ladies and gentlemen. You could not um, have, you know, nailed it any better. I mean, I like Zoom over all the other ones, though. I'm going to be honest with you. I like Zoom over Teams. I like Zoom over yeah. uh, Google Meet. I like Zoom over... You know, oh, WebEx. Yeah, right? I agree with that. Oh, hey, you know, hey, we were talking about old transplants earlier. Like, uh, you know whose podcast I was on this afternoon? And we'll be up later tonight. Greg Bedard yeah. of the old Greg Holy Bedard moly. Siren. Yeah. Bedard Siren. We were talking about because they're, you know, because Brady's coming into Foxborough. So they're doing the whole like, what? Oh, my God. Legendary quarterback coming back to our place thing. So I talked to him about that. And we started talking about the Bedard Siren. And I was like, man. Those are some fun times. Remember when we used to have Greg on the show and we would like have the Bedard siren yes. go off when whenever he showed up. That, that was good times. Good times. Yeah, had by all. You, oh, you mean and other? You mean when he was the only person from you, who would he was come the only on our person show. from JS Online or uh, give uh, us the time of day? Us? Green Bay Press Gazette. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, I remember it yeah, well. I remember that. Um, but in other appearance that. news, 
I'll be on Gary Vanderchuk's um, weekly pod, NFL podcast with DraftKings tomorrow afternoon. Um, oh, we record snap. late in the afternoon. It'll be up tomorrow evening, but uh, we'll obviously link to it on the website. But be on the lookout. Why? Because we're going to be talking. Well, you have to. We're talking Packers Steelers. They're doing like a featured thing with the Steelers in the Packers game. But so. is he on his podcast? Mm-hmm. It's him hosting, Dude. and then it's some other influencer who has like a who is a big Steelers fan than me representing the Packers, and then we're going to talk about the game. Dude, you got to get him to do a TikTok with you, bro. He's like big on TikTok. Just letting you know, bro. Tell me about it, bro. Yeah, you know who I got to get um, to do a TikTok with me is fucking AJ Dillon. We do a weekly show with the guy. I want, I want some of that TikTok love. That's what I want. Well, what do you, what, what are you waiting for, Nagler? I don't know. Just something amazing, I guess. Everybody who's a Pixar <laughs> fan knows what that's from. There you go. Yeah. Um. Hey, quick shout out to all our Patreon members. Uh, like we were talking about earlier. Thank you so much. Last night was a lot of fun. Happy Hour was back on track. It was good to see you all again. Um, the support of Patreon really, really helps Cheesehead TV. We cannot overstate it. Um, thank you so much for the support. If you want to help support Cheesehead TV, please consider giving us $5 a month on our Patreon page. You, obviously, everything that we do here at Cheesehead TV is very bootstrap. We, you go anywhere on the internet. Any place you go where you're consuming Packers content, you you know go high enough up the chain, there is some kind of corporate entity supporting it, not at Cheesehead TV. We are completely, completely independent. So Patreon members, you guys, I was talking to you guys last night about it. Like You guys are really the lifeblood of what we do. So thank you so very much. Just wanted to get that out there. Corey, you got anything else for everybody before we, uh, we head out this week? No. No, I, I, I will say technically we, we are part of a corporate entity, but we're not part of a multi-billion dollar conglomerate. I'm just going to put that out there. That's that's technically you correct. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, yes. I, I think, yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. It's mean. like we we have we have some resources, but they are bootstrapped resources. We ain't got no Viacom money. We ain't got we're, no yeah, we, We're a bootstrapped we no inside ESPN, of a bootstrap. We ain't got no Disney bullshit, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm saying. no. That's all independent, I'm baby. Independent for life. Um, Come on, for life. Well, unless the Packers offer us like ten billion dollars, and then we'll talk about it. But that'll yeah. do it for this episode of Packer Transplants. We'd like to thank everyone who makes Cheesehead TV part of their daily Packers routine. We are and will always be devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. What do we like to do? Put the best what out there? Come on, Nagler, help me out. Best five. All right, best five. What do we like to do? 